0: This is the Making a Musical podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Thrapp. The podcast follows the development and execution of our off-Broadway show, Good Morning New York. We open at the Players Theater in January the 9th. That's when the previews start. Then the 11th is opening night. We still have some tickets left. So if you want to come to opening night, go to goodmorningnewyorkmusical.com. Our album is also on Spotify. It's on iTunes. Search it up. You can even find it in the music section on instagram take a look at the album and the tickets guys these tickets are gonna go so hurry up let's go let's get it going now i want to talk about the west end because i was in london and then spain and then other parts of the uk for a really long time i was there for about two weeks I needed it. The director has a joke that every time we have a big show, I always skip out and leave the country. I do. You know why? Because I get stressed. Girl needs her relaxation time. So if you guys are ever in Spain, three-course meals are $15. It's, it's insane. Three-course meals at four-star and five-star restaurants, $15. We went to a monastery. I was on the beach. I love Spain. It's so cheap. And I'm a cheap person, so... I was a really big fan of that now, on my way back, I was going to London, and this is where it gets really, really exciting because i, I usually do a stopover in London. I usually go somewhere else, but like london 's just like the entry way for me to go somewhere else. Um, I usually like stop in London for a night, then I went to Spain previously, I went to Paris and Dublin and yada, yada, yada. So this time around, I was coming back through London. And my flight was supposed to be at 7 in the morning on a Sunday. So I got there at 4 in the morning because there was an airline strike in Barcelona among the Independence Day and political prisoner strike, which was wild. Among the Brexit strike that I also got caught. Not strike. Brexit's not a strike. Brexit is a protest. The Barcelona thing's a protest. The airline thing was a strike. Long story short, it's like every single strike that happened in Europe I got caught in. So on Sunday morning, I was supposed to go back to London and I was supposed to see a show, but I didn't because there was um, a problem with the plane and so they had to fly in a new one, so I had to wait six hours. But the cool thing about European law, which I think we need to bring it to America, including also their food guidelines, like the Europe's, (laughs) Europe's, the European's, and their food uh, guidelines are strict, and I love it, and we need them here. But I won't get political, won't get political, I'll just say I enjoyed the food and I lost weight in Spain because it's healthier to eat in Europe. But whatever, back to the flight. So there's a rule that if your flight is delayed more than three hours, then you make 250 euro, which to US dollars when you convert that, that is 316 US dollars. So. My flight was delayed, and then I was kind of sitting there. So, I was sitting there. My flight was delayed. I was supposed to see a matinee show, but that didn't happen because I arrived six hours later, so I saw an evening show, and I'm not kidding. I already submitted the complaint to Ryanair. They are sending $316 to my bank account because it was delayed, and guess how much the flight was? $50. Let me tell you. European law. I love it okay so when I finally arrived to London I was like okay I don't really know how I'm gonna get these tickets or what I'm gonna see but I wanted to see something that I could only see in London so before I talk about the show that I saw I do want to talk about prices okay because theater in London is insanely insanely affordable so we're talking pounds all right so all of this it's all under 30 US dollars All of it. So, 22 pounds, if I had to get... I don't don't want to do the conversion now, but that's under 30 US dollars. A Tina Turner musical, 24 pounds, which is probably around 27 dollars. Then Come From Away, 18 pounds, which is less than 25 US dollars. Dolly Parton, 23. Waitress, 22 pounds. I mean, all of these shows on the West End are so affordable and one thing that i noticed too is i did reach out to the waterloo east theater that's in the west end and this theater currently is housing a production that was formerly off broadway in new york it's called afterglow so afterglow was at the davenport theater last year in the spring and summer And I remember that ticket sales were not doing that well from what I, no, not, I remember. It's not what I remember. A source tells me that ticket sales were not doing that well and they were expecting it to close early. So that's what I was being told at the Davenport Theater before it shut down. And then, so that show obviously eventually closed because that Davenport Theater doesn't exist anymore. So I figure, okay, well, let's see what this other show is doing in the West End. Because maybe someday we could take Good Morning New York to the West End and call it Good Morning London or Good Morning UK or something. I think there's already a show called Good Morning London. Not a musical, but like a TV show. So can't can't take that title. But the Waterloo East Theater, here's how much they charge. So um, a weekly rate for this West End, or I, th- I believe it's off West End Theater, which I guess doesn't really make a difference, is... 1500 pounds per week, which is less than $2,000. An off, off Broadway theater in New York City, that, this is off, off Broadway theater in New York City is $2,500. So, in US dollars, let's all do it, US, let's all just make it all US now. So, to rent a theater in London on the off West End is $2,000 US dollars. To rent an off-off Broadway theater in New York City is $2,500. So it's already much cheaper to rent something and to produce something in the West End by far. Now, I wanted to do some more research about this. So I checked out a little article from NPR. London has a long tradition of government-subsidized shows, and it says that, As these are big, the West End musicals are not subsidized but still have to compete with shows that are. That is why prices are low. And so a lot of shows just try to break even, but they also don't have, um, they don't pay as much either. So as you know, the whole making money and getting money and yada yada goes down. So it's not a big money grab for everybody. I think it's, and I certainly noticed, um... There certainly uh, is a different aspect to it. Also, they don't allow Playbill in the West End. I know that Playbill tried, and I also know that Playbill failed. So let's talk about the show that I went to. I did not have a lot of options. It was Sunday. I was last minute. My flight was delayed, so I arrived late. And I went on to ticks to see what was up. We had a few options. We had something called The Great Gatsby. I'm sure you've heard of that, but that wasn't at a theater. I believe that was at a bar, and I don't know. I didn't really want to go to a bar-ish type theatrical event, you know, when I'm in London. I really wanted to go to a legitimate West End theater, so I picked the wonderful show called Grown Ups. Now, Grown Ups is produced and written and performed by the same actors who were in Broadway's and the West End's. The Play That Goes Wrong. It is one of the funniest plays that I've ever seen. And I knew that going to see one of their shows in the West End with the actual cast, the same cast that I saw on Broadway, it was going to be good. This is not based off the movie. It's spelled G-R-O-A-N-U-P-S. Let me just read to you what Grown Ups is about. Summary for Grown Ups is, quote, Are we the same people at 30 as we were at 13? Does school life determine our future? Do we ever grow out of our school crush? Playing in an unruly classroom of kids at a high school, they go to high school, and then they become adults. The original Mischief Company are back on the Wesson with their first new play since 2016. So, it was was good. And I didn't know if it was going to be good because... I mean, it's called Grown Ups. I don't know. I just didn't think it was going to be good. I don't think I like the movie that much, even though this has nothing to do with the movie. But I saw Grown Ups, and I did notice something interesting about West End Theater compared to the New York theater scene. I don't think this play play would fly in New York City. I mean, maybe off-off-Broadway, maybe off-Broadway, But it certainly, it certainly was out there, and it might offend some people. (laughs) So I'll just say that, and you can take that however you would like, but it definitely will offend some people, because they do make some jokes that might not be, you know, politically correct in the culture that we are currently in. I did, however enjoy it a lot. So let's talk about just the whole process and how West End is different. So I get my ticket through Today Ticks And when I get stuff through Today Ticks, I'm usually just used to walking up to someone in a red hat outside a Broadway theater. That was not the case in the West End. I walked up to security and I was like, hey, where's the guy with the red hat? And they were like, I don't know what you're talking about go to the box office. So I went to the box office and it looks like Today ticks just sends their stuff straight to the box office so you pick it up through there. That was a little bit different. So I get my tickets and then I head on in and there's a bar there which was nice and they were giving you wine glasses. Not glass glass but plastic, you know, cups of wine. Opposed to, in Broadway, they'll give you a nice plastic as well cup with either the name of the theater or it'll have the name of the show but at this theater it was nothing themed it was just an actual wine glass that's plastic which was cool there wasn't a cup holder to put it though but there never is at these broadway venues uh the bathrooms there was like two bathrooms and they were small gender neutral and oh excuse me sorry i'm burping and then i was at the very very top where they have um You could get a, uh, oh gosh, what is it called? If I put in a pound, then I could get something that helps me see the stage, which would be nice, but I didn't do that. I kind of wish I did. There was also a lot of leg room, and there's no playbills on the West End, so I had to buy a program for five pounds, and I really, really, really am happy that I did, and I really relate to grown-ups after watching it not obviously the story because you know I'm not in love with someone that I knew at 13 but I related to the story a lot because the guys this theater company met doing comedy and improv and sketch and that is how a lot of the people in Good Morning New York got on board with my show I was doing comedy Improv primarily. That's how I met Morgan, Barrett, Oh, man, Nick, who then introduced me to Max, who then introduced me to Jackson, Clinton, Diane. That's how I met... Was it Bridget? Oh, yeah, Bridget, too, because someone introduced me to someone else who introduced me to Bridget. So I'm pretty sure that if they did an audition for the musical, I brought them on board through Improv. And it was really cool to see these this theater company just continue to knock out plays, and they do it all together. This theater company, GOT, is they got a theater to do three shows, um, to do a whole year at the West End. So basically a West End Theater gave them the venue for an entire year for them to produce their three shows. And this is one of three. So Grown Ups is one, then there's Magic Goes Wrong, and then they have Peter Pan Goes Wrong. So it's the same actors, the same writers, just keep doing this stuff. And they've been doing these plays for years, but now they're actually getting a shot because the play that goes wrong was just such a hit. So I'm going to read you what the opening note says by the theater's CEO. "'In September 2018, Henry Lewis, Jonathan Sayer, and Henry Shields, "'Mischief Eater's three winners, came to see me with their producers. "'They had an extraordinary proposal. "'They wanted a home in the West End for a year's residency "'where they would premiere no less than three new plays, as yet unwritten, "'and be in them, brave, bold, and bonkers. "'It took me a minute to say yes.' These are the guys who, on leaving drama school in 2008, formed their own theater company with no money and full of ideas, enthusiasm, and determination. Eleven years later, the play That Goes Wrong and the comedy about a bank robbie are running on the West End, the former also on Broadway. When Peter Pan Goes Wrong went to the Apollo at Christmas, they then had three plays in the West End at the same time, and they were not yet thirty years old. Their plays performed on every continent and constantly. They have just finished their television series, not yet broadcast. What an inspiring story of hard work and enterprising talent succeeding. Today, a year after that first meeting, we have great pleasure in welcoming you to those three unwritten comedy plays. Grown-ups, we wish you a delightful evening. Nika Burns. O-B-E. So, that is a story. Because what I think is really cool about this theater company is they're just people who like to create. And watching it, obviously, they really don't care what you think. And that really, really made me inspired to the next play that I write, just go there. Because I know some moments of Good Morning New York, I've cut out because I thought, oh, maybe that's not good, maybe that's not good, and I'm very happy that I cut out these things, but sometimes I have been afraid to just go there and seeing this theater company be a little out there and just say it's funny and it's well-received in London, I noticed that we do have some of these similar styles, so in the back of my head, I'm kind of eyeing London for my next production. I'm not doing anything currently after Good Morning New York. I'm, that's all I'm doing right now. But after Good Morning New York closes, you know, I'm going to be thinking about London. Um, and that's all I'm going to say is that it's cheaper. I uh, love the comedy. And I'm really inspired by this theater company. And the people on it, and the writers, and then the actors, that was really cool. Um, So I wanted to end on this, that on my plane ride, I wrote something new. Now, I know this is all about Good Morning New York, and I'm not going to touch this for six more months, but I wrote 45 pages, including seven songs, just the lyrics, that's it, for a new musical, And I'm not sure if it's commercial yet. I am not going to tell you what it's about yet. And I'm not going to touch it until Good Morning New York ends. But there is something that I have in the works. So thank you to my friend who suggested that even though I'm producing this, I should keep writing something else. Because one time a former teacher told me that writing is like an airport. You always want to have something coming in, taking off, Insecurity, waiting in the gift shop, in the bathroom. You always want to have something moving. So, as Good Morning New York takes off, I have a different show that is packing its bags and getting ready for the airport. Hey, is that good? Is that good? All right, well, that is all that I want to say on this podcast. I'm going to bring the cast in and the creative team in soon. As you guys know, I was gone forever, so this is the best we can do. But thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.